You're listening to a podcast by Oak Magazine. I would like to acknowledge the Yorta Yorta people as the traditional owners of the land on which this episode was recorded. I pay my respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. This episode of Take Me Somewhere has been recorded live in our mobile podcast van at the Riverine Plains Innovation Expo Field Day held in Yarrawonga on July 28. Jess Ryan cannot imagine a life without farming or agriculture. It's in her DNA. This 21-year-old from Harden in New South Wales is studying a Bachelor of Agricultural Business Management at Charles Sturt University as well as being an E.L. O'Brien Scholar with the New South Wales Farmers Association and the recipient of the John Hanrahan Scholarship with Riverine Plains. And if that isn't enough, Jess has a seat at the table on advisory panels, committees and boards and still finds time to play rugby on the weekend. Jess shares with us her upbringing, the inspirational people in her life, what it feels like to often be the only young person in the room and above all, her love of agriculture. Hello, Jess, and welcome to our special episode coming live from the Riverine Plains Innovation Expo Field Day. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being our very first podcast band guest. It's actually really exciting to be in a van doing a podcast. (laughs) It's so cute. I think everyone's wondering what's going on in there. But anyhow, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, have you always lived on the land? Yeah, I'm born and bred to my parents' farm in Harden, which is um, in between Wagga and Canberra, almost smack bang. And I don't remember not being on the farm. Like I remember growing up and begging to miss days at school just so I can work on the farm. Like any any opportunity I'd get, I'd, I'd just be in a tractor, on a motorbike. I, I, there's photos of me asleep in dad's lap in the driver's seat mustering sheep as a two-year-old. It's It's just... It's always been my DNA pretty much and I just, I can't ever imagine my life without farming and, and agriculture. Now you mentioned your dad there. Um, has he been a big influence for you in terms of, you know, your career and your love of the land? Yeah, so he, he's born and bred the land as well. He's from the Monero in the Snowy Mountains and he went to CSU Wagga and became an agronomist and then became a cotton agronomist eventually up in Queensland before moving down and buying our farm in 1998 with mum when he met mum three months prior. (laughs) And uh, he's just, he's been so supportive of me because as, as female in farming, like I've always found it, you know, challenging and exciting and, and growing up as one of two girls in the family, you know, he, he didn't really have an option to sit there and go, you know, the boy's going to be taking over. So whether he you had that dream or not, you know, he doesn't get the option. He's stuck with me. Well, I think it's a good stuck with you. Uh, <laughs> I think he's so very lucky to have you. Now, you are studying agricultural business yeah. at CSU. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that course and what it sets you up for. I got into ag science and ag biz at CSU, actually. And my key defining moment as an 18-year-old little girl was chemistry and no chemistry in business. But when I further dived into it, I realised I do I do law, I do accounting, I do management, I do marketing, I do soils and livestock plants. I do so many different things in my degree and, and I can go 
pretty much anywhere in business, whether it's an agricultural business or not. Like I could go, I could go into food with this. I, I could go, I could go to drinks. I could go anywhere with this management degree on its own because, and I've just specialized in ag and it's just opened so many doors. Like I've got people everywhere that I can talk to and they're like, Hey, you're doing ag biz. We want to talk to you. And it, it's so much fun because it's takes a little bit of weight off the fact that I'm graduating this year or meant to be. And uh, it takes so much weight off the fact that I have to find a job. Like I know it's going to be quite simple. Tell me what part of the ag biz course that you love the most. What's really lighting you up? I've always found marketing in my course, just the most fun part of my course. Like it's, it's getting, it's, it's like extension in ag these days. Like it's linking things between, you know, production and, and innovation in agriculture to the farmers. And it, it's, trying to show farmers that all this technology, all this innovation, all these new things are, are their friends. It's not their enemies. That's amazing. I love tech and I love marketing. So <laughs> obviously a beautiful blend, uh, even though I have a print magazine. So very, very interested in that. Now you do amazing things. You were telling me that you are a scholar as well as being involved um, in the Riverine Plains scholarship as well. So Take me through both of those. Uh, so scholarship applications are quite simple. Once you've done one, you've pretty much done them all. They're all very similar. It's all who you are, what you've done, how you plan to get where you want to be, you know, what are you doing right now to get where you want to be. It's all very similar, just worded differently. So, you know, uh, CSU scholarships that are internal I apply for and I've taken answers from that and mixed them into answers with Riv Plains and a lot of these external ones, you know, you just go onto their website and, and you apply through their website or through the form that they've set up for themselves, which is easiest and best for them. And, you know, you get these notifications from uni and from people who know people in the in the right place and they share it around their networks and, and you know, everyone shares them with their own networks and it gets out everywhere and you know, some of these scholarships are just so hard to get and it's just, oh, it was absolutely amazing when I found out I got the um, Riverine Plains scholarship and I've done, I've done experience for a week working with the girls here at um, Mawaila and that was just an incredible time. I enjoyed every single day because every day was just different. We have a mutual friend in Catherine Marriott, also yes. known as Maz. Maz. Uh, tell me, what do you love about Maz? She... And I got along like a house on fire. Like it is just, we're both extroverts and we're just uh, bouncing off each other, bouncing ideas off each other, talking to each other about what we've done, you know, where I want to go, what she's done. And she's done some amazing things. Like she was telling me about some of her jobs and, and working overseas. Like, oh, she, oh, she's just, she's a pretty cool person. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it mean to... Be around someone like Maz? Like, is that for you inspiring? Does it push you to be better? Does it open more doors? Because I find that Maz's superpower is just being a connector. She's an oh, incredible absolutely. connector. Um, yeah, so tell me about that. Uh, being with Maz and, and around Maz since then, she's just, she comes up to you and you go, do you know this person? Do you know that person? And sh she knows everyone. Everyone knows her. Like, I've been to <laughs> her. People have recognised her. And it's, you know, sometimes it's taken her a second to click of who they are, but, she, you know, she always remembers someone that she knows as well, which is just, it, it's actually inspiring to someone, to me, like starting out my career and, and coming out and, and going to places like these. 
it's inspiring because, you know, having that memory, remembering that person, that person feels good as well. And, you know, it's just, it feels really good to then be remembered and, and be someone that she wants to, you know, introduce to people. Like that's, that feels pretty honourable and humbling. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Now we're at the field day today yeah. uh, in Yarrawonga, but you've also sort of travelled a little bit more around the, I suppose, the state or states, you know, sort of Vic, New South Wales, going to some other events. Like, why do you love going to those sort of field days and conferences and what do you get out of them? Uh, well, recently I went to the New South Wales Farmers Conference, which was last week, and it actually ended up clashing with Innovation Generation. And I really wanted to go to that, but I'm really still really glad I went to the New South Wales Farmers as um, as a delegate because my mum's the chair of the branch. So the whole reason I ended up there is mum threw my name under the bus. You know, we need a delegate, Jess, come on, you, you'll learn things. And when you go to these conferences, I find myself to be the youngest person in the room so much. And it, it's always daunting walking into a room and, and there's, you know, 50, 60 year olds that are in charge. And But being in ag and being in the industry in ag, going to these conferences, being the young person makes you, you know, wanted to talk to. Like everyone, everyone wants to get the young person's opinion and get get the collective of what we hope to do. And, and they all say it, you know, it was said last week in Sydney at the conference, you know, the policies and the choices and the things that they do today isn't for them. It's, it's for the kids and the grandkids for the next generations. And that's just really exciting to sit there and, and know that you're being thought of. You know, they're not just still trying to do things where they are, are running the land, doing their practices on the land the way they've always done it. They want to make it easier. Mm. Do you think they listen though? They're asking the questions, but do you think they're listening? They listen if it benefits them sometimes. Mm. Like yeah. there's there's still, you always have your people that are stuck in the past and, and they never want to, you know, fully move up and fully move forward with technology and things like that in in, in industries. But there's, there's definitely people that sit there and listen and, and act on what they've heard and there's still people that listen and act on what benefits them from what they've heard. Yeah, that's amazing. So something else we could touch on with what you've brought up, that, yes, you are the youngest person in these group settings. Are you also one of very few females in these settings? Yes, definitely. Um, something like today, there are so many females waltzing around and, like, I'm actually quite shocked at how many there is that aren't here, you know, with their work and with stalls and things. Uh, but I always find being female is so far in a minority and, and it's getting better. And there, there's with technology and social media influences things, girls are less intimidated stepping into it. But I've grown up without social media influences with in farming and feeling feeling like I'm always maybe a minority or alone. I've worked at sale yards and that's a minority to be a female. That one's definitely a minority. De um, it's not often you find a female working in sale yards and quite often those females are the ones managing the computer and the tablet, not drafting. Yeah. Do you have anyone you look up to, like a female farmer or anyone in ag? Um, Maz. I actually yeah. really look up to Maz. Um and uh, I look up. I look up to a few different people. Um, my mum is definitely one. She doesn't take. 
shit from anyone. Like she knows her opinion. She knows what's right. And, and if a bloke walks into a room, tries to, you know, flirt his way and get sleazy with her to, you know, like like some of the older ones do, like she won't take it. Um, and my aunt, actually, she is a very strong woman and she works for Coca-Cola in Atlanta. And she, she's, yeah, she's very strong-minded and does not take anything from anyone. What amazing role models you have, Jess. So you just mentioned with, you know, Maz, your mum and your aunt, just how they're strong women and they speak their mind. And I would love to know, how would you describe yourself? What do you think your, like, key traits are, personality traits? I am quite often the loudest person in a room. (laughs) (laughs) Quite often the loudest and sometimes, you know, I do need to tone it down because it's you know, a library and at uni and, you know, loud voices aren't really tolerated in libraries. But people just accept me for me. They, they know I'm, a, I'm loud. I'm so strong-minded. I, I'm like, you make a plan and it's in concrete. Like, do not change this plan because I've made this plan in my head. Don't change it on me now. <laughs> and I, I find myself a very structured, ordered person. And, and yeah, I speak my mind, definitely speak my mind. And it is because of people like my mum and my aunt who I've grown up with and they said, you know, if you can't stand up for yourself, who can you expect to stand up for you? Such good advice. Looking towards a future, last question, what are you most excited about in the future of ag? I'm excited for a less labour-intensive ag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually very excited to see what can happen because walking around, you you got weed it. You've got, you know, your autonomous tractors. I was just playing with a simulated tractor sewing a paddock over at O'Connor's and uh, it it turns for you and I'm so excited to sit there. Like I could sit there, I could be on boards that I'm on and committees that I'm currently on and and do the work on the computer in the tractor and it's turning for me and I'm I'm still monitoring, I'm still on the ground and I'm, I'm really excited to be able to do like five different jobs at once and everything just runs itself. Multitasking. At Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was going to say that was my last question, but you just brought up that you're on boards and committees as well. Oh, yeah. How do you fit everything in? Like, do you have sport? Do you have a social life? Like, what? How do you fit everything in? Uh, I've got a, a couple. I'm on a panel, an advocacy panel with the National Rural Women's Coalition, and that's once a month a meeting at night and more if we need, depending on projects that we're doing, like we've done climate change projects and the effects and the knowledge. We've done rural housing issue projects. Um, we've done, you know, we talk together. We're just a collective group. Um, after the conference last week, I got uh, convinced to join as the Young Farmers Rep to the Sheep Meat Committee with New South Wales Farmers if I'm nominated and le- elected on. But just time management. I play rugby every Saturday. Oh. I have a great social life, (laughs) but it's good time management and um, working under pressure gets really easy. I'm so excited about our future. I think this comes off the back of last week, having been in Aubrey with the AgriFutures Horizon Scholars and, and listening to what they're doing. And yeah, I'm just so inspired by the generation that's coming in behind us. Like it, it makes me makes me really emotional actually, just thinking of how much change you're all driving and how passionate you are about the land and making sure that tech comes into it and we're looking after it and, you know, you are making it better for yourself. So Jess, I want to thank you for thank you. having a quick chat with me. 
live in the podcast van. Thank you. <laughs> and I can't wait. I, I just know that this won't be the last chat that we have. Somewhere along the line, I'll be interviewing you for something oh, incredible. Thank you very much. Thanks for the chat. You're welcome. Now, before you take off with all that inspiration and knowledge, why not leave a review on our podcast or share something nice on social media? It's a small way you can support a network of bush-based businesses. If you have any questions, suggestions, or would like us to visit your town, you can always connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Oak Magazine AU. You can listen to a Friend of Mine podcast for more conversations with inspiring and incredible women in business from regional and rural Australia.